Spice Radio, 1200 AM, and you're listening to The Morning Buzz. You're with me, Natasha. Along with me is Mankira Nojla and Marasia. And today on the show, we have from the Canada Blood Services, Gail Voyer, Associate Director of Donor Relations for the BC Yukon region, talking about the need for more donors. A very good morning to you, Gail. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. So, uh, let me see. The Canada Blood Services, they kind of put out a clarion call for more donors, especially when the supply of blood types drops below eight days. Is that correct? That is correct, yeah. We um, we currently have, um, you know, we currently need all, all blood types. Um, our national blood inventory continues to meet patient needs, but we have 57,000 open appointments across Canada and about um, just over 8,000 in BC between now and the Labor Day weekend um, to fill. And what's interesting is that uh, the CBS did mention that in June it had reached its smallest donor base in a decade. So I believe the pandemic has had a huge role to play in this. Yeah, what we yes, absolutely. And what we saw during the pandemic is we saw a small number of people helping to, you know, continue to sustain the the blood system. And as we're sort of, you know, for the first time in a couple of years, um, we've had, you know, we we have less donors than we've had. Um, and as well, we're in the summertime when people have other activities that are kind of competing with their time. And so we wanted to do a call out as a friendly reminder to people to say, you know, what we have an immediate need for donors. Um, and could you please book your appointment, you know, in the next days and as well as the coming weeks? Now, I know that uh, I'm usually listening to reminders on the radio, on television for people to donate blood. But off late, I see that it's a clarion call. So what is the situation like, Gail, uh, you're in B.C.? You know, we currently have just over 8,000 appointments between now and kind of um, September 10th. Um, to fill and so we have lots of opportunities at many of our donor centers throughout BC for donors to to book into an appointment um, quite often you know we'll, we have seen quite a few uh, cancellations of appointments as well so we're asking donors to book and keep those appointments um, now and through you know early early September so what are the myths surrounding blood donation because I believe you you do have your regular donors but for new donors to come in what do you think is stopping them you know what, I think it's like anything new. Um, when you're doing it for the first time, you're always a little bit nervous. And so what I would suggest to someone that's thinking about donating is, you know, first step is to really book an appointment. Um, the next step is really take a look at, um, you know, our eligibility quiz online at blood.ca and just sort of educate yourself on just sort of what is needed. If you're 17 years of age and older, um, you would be um, you would be eligible to donate. Um, and then there is some other requirements that, that are um, involved in donating. The biggest thing is just, um, you know, asking some questions, looking at our website, and then booking your appointment. Um, and then I would say being prepared for your donation. And I can go through those requirements as well. Of course, we'll get to that in a bit, Gail, but what are the myths? I mean, do people think that when they donate blood, they will get weaker or it will affect their own health? What do you have to say to them? You know what, I think all I would, my, my best advice is just be thinking of the patients. I think sometimes, um, for example, you know, if you've had a, um, a tattoo, we used to have a requirement where you'd have to wait six months after your tattoo, and now it's only three. You know, I sometimes hear from people that if they've, they've had a tattoo that they sometimes believe they can never donate. And so um, by going to our website and looking at some of the eligibility, um, even if it's been, say, a couple of years since you've checked out the eligibility, um, to have a look again, just because we're always updating those requirements. And 
sometimes, you know, people may hear something from a friend and, you know, with great intentions, but it may not be the best information. Um, so I just encourage them to check it out for themselves and, uh, and look to see if they are eligible because it's really, you know, it's not a matter of, you know, are they needed? Um, it is that they, yes, we do need you right now to book your appointment. Talking about eligibility, uh, I believe that CBS doesn't currently accept donations from gay and bisexual men as well as some other folks in the LGBTQ community. But I think that's changing because Health Canada has authorized the CBS to move away from this blanket ban in April. So what's happening regarding that? Um, you know, and I'm not a subject matter matter expert on our policy, but you are correct. We have updated that policy, and in, in September we will be updating um, to allow for more more donors to be eligible to donate. Um, what I would what I would suggest is that um, that they check out our website and watch for those um, updates um, because we will have um, definitely more options for people to book in and uh, book their appointments. And like any of our eligibility um, requirements is we're always looking at making sure the blood system stays safe as well as the patient needs are met. And of course, with blood, there are so many different types, as you're well aware of. So what are the specific blood types that you're looking for? Um, often, um, and right now, we are calling out for our own negative donors as well. So that's the universal donor. Um, if, say, for example, if somebody's in an emergency situation, there is no time to test their blood, then O negative blood would be the universal um, donation that would be given to a patient in need. Um, but currently, we actually do need all blood types um, to continue to serve hospital patients. Are there any health benefits to blood donations? You know what? I'm not a I'm not a medical practitioner, so I probably don't want to speak to that. I'm you know I'm certain that there 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 are some specific things that will you know it 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 can be good for your body. I, I always say it's like you know you you um you donate your blood and then you do um you allow for the new blood to re, be replenished in your system. So, but you know what? I'd probably have to have someone else with a medical background speak to that you know gail i think there is the biggest uh, advantages that you gain some good karma if nothing else yeah it's a, it's a really you're you're absolutely right it's a really nice way for people to give back and sometimes you know lots of you know our organization as well as many others will be asking for funds and a lot of people just don't have those extra funds so blood donation just costs you time um and you get to give back to either maybe it's a friend in need or a family member um, or it's just a patient and you just want to help in the community. So it's a great way to give back and to uh, spend an hour of your time, you know, um, a few times a year and, uh, and give back to people in need. Um, and if you've, if you've never known someone that's needed blood, I would say you're very fortunate. Um, I often get to hear from patients and family members that have received blood and they're just so grateful that donors have been there when they need them. That's beautifully put, Gail. Before I let you go, a dummy's guide to blood donation. What do we need to remember and how do we go about it? So um, the first things I'll say is just book your appointment at blood.ca or download our Give Blood app. Call the 1882-DONATE number if you have questions. And then to prepare, especially I'll say throughout the summer and especially the heat we've been experiencing is making sure that you're hydrated, a couple of liters of water the day before and the day of your appointment making sure you've had something to eat prior to your donation about an hour before. Um, make sure that you're feeling well, um, and as well, just bring government-issued ID. And then our teams in our donor centers will walk you through every step of the process, and you can ask questions along the way. Um, we're welcoming you kind of into our home or into our donor centers, and we want to make you feel comfortable. 
Thank you so much, Gail, for your time and for shedding light onto this need that, you know, we are all facing where people should be actually moving forward, reminding themselves that they need to take that one hour of their day or one hour of their month to donate blood. Thank you once again, Gail. Thank you very much for having me. And uh, thanks to all of those donors that are, that are going to book their appointments in the coming days. You have a beautiful day.